Thumbelina is kindly sponsored by Kiss the Flower Honey in Santa Rosa, Sonoma County, California. Kiss the Flower Honey supports bees by bringing only pure, raw and natural hive products to the people. That means they take care of our little bee friends and make sure that we get honey and other amazing bee products straight from nature. And here's the best part. Magical Storybook listeners like you can get an exclusive 10% discount on their products at their website www.kisstheflower.com. You can find a link to their website in the story details. Welcome to Magical Storybook, a collection of children's stories from around the world. Thumbelina Once upon a time there lived a lady who longed for a child. After many years of waiting, she went to visit the wise woman and asked whether she could help. The wise woman handed the lady a grain of corn and told her to plant it by her front door and to watch what happens. So the lady went home and planted the grain of corn in a place where the warm spring sun could shine down on it. She was surprised at how quickly it took root, and she was even more surprised to find that the growing plant was not corn at all, but a beautiful flower with tightly closed petals. As she gazed at the delicate flower, she couldn't help but think how lovely it was. She knelt down and reached out to touch it, and to her amazement the petals suddenly unfurled. There, sitting in the heart of the blossom, was a tiny young girl, no bigger than her thumb. The woman was overjoyed, realising that her wish for a child had been granted. I shall call you Thumbelina, she declared, filled with excitement. The lady found half a walnut shell and carved a bed for Thumbelina, and then she gently laid a rose petal over the top so that she would be warm. For months they lived happily together. The lady would spend her days cooking and gardening while Thumbelina would play nearby, sometimes making a tiny boat out of a leaf and rowing it across the water in the flower bowl. One night, while Thumbelina was sleeping, a large toad hopped into the room. Hmm, he thought. She would make a lovely wife for my son. And without hesitation, he snatched up the walnut shell with Thumbelina inside and carried her away to the muddy banks of a nearby stream. Look what I've got for you, the toad said to his son, presenting him with the walnut shell. We must make sure she can't escape. With that, he swam out to a lily pad in the middle of the stream and left Thumbelina there still fast asleep. The next morning when Thumbelina awoke, she was alarmed to find herself stranded on the water and when the toads told her of their wedding plans, she was horrified. Oh, what am I to do? She cried, feeling utterly alone and helpless. I don't want to be married to a toad and live in the dark, murky depths of the riverbank. Some fish in the stream had been listening to their conversation and they felt very sorry for Thumbelina. So as soon as the toads had departed, they gathered around the lily pad and chewed through the stem that was holding it to the riverbed. In no time at all it was free and Thumbelina felt herself floating away. She was very happy to have escaped 
and as she sailed downstream, she marvelled at the world around her. The sun was making the water glisten, and the birds were singing so beautifully up in the trees that a passing blue butterfly fluttered down to listen. When it saw Thumbelina, it grabbed hold of a ribbon from her dress and pulled her gently along the stream behind it. A cockchafer beetle happened to be flying past, and it swooped down and grabbed Thumbelina and carried her off to a nearby tree. Thumbelina feared that she might be eaten, but instead it placed her down on a leaf and brought her some nectar from a nearby flower. Soon all the other beetles had gathered round to look at the strange newcomer. How ugly she is, one of them remarked. She only has two legs and no feelers at all, said another. They decided that they couldn't tolerate such a hideous creature and so carried her from the tree and set her down on a daisy. Thumbelina had no idea where she was or how to get home. So all summer long, she lived alone in the woods, drinking nectar from the flowers and mourning dew from the petals. Autumn passed and then the winter came, bringing the freezing snow and burying the plants that Thumbelina had used for shelter. She had nothing now to protect her from the cold. Wrapped in a shriveled leaf, she made her way through the fields, looking for grains of corn to eat. She wandered on, until she came across a hole in the ground where a field mouse lived, and she knocked on the door. Oh, you poor little thing! said the field mouse when she opened the door and saw Thumbelina shivering. Come inside and warm yourself by the fire. I was just about to eat. The field mouse was as grateful for the company as Thumbelina was for the warmth and food. You may stay with me for the winter if you wish, said the mouse. So Thumbelina did stay, earning her keep by tidying the house each day and entertaining the mouse with stories each evening. One day, the field mouse received word that her friend the mole was coming to visit. When the mole walked through the door, Thumbelina saw that he was a very respectable gentleman, dressed in a black velvet suit. After tea, he said, I've just finished digging a tunnel between my house and this. Would you like to come and see it? Then he turned to Thumbelina. My house is underground, you see. I never go out into the sunshine so I visit my friends through the tunnels I dig. Thumbelina could not understand why anyone would not want to enjoy the beautiful world outside, but she followed them into the tunnel regardless, while the mole walked in front, carrying a torch in his mouth to light the way. After a few minutes, they came across a poor swallow lying on the ground. The mole, presuming it was dead, moved it to the side. Poor bird! When the winter comes, they either starve or die of cold. Thumbelina felt sorry for the bird, remembering how they had cheered her up with song when she was lost. So that night, when the field mouse had gone to sleep, she returned to the tunnel with a blanket. She placed it over the bird and gently pressed her head against its heart. She jumped with surprise to feel the swallow's heart beating. It was still alive. The warmth of the blanket must have saved it, she thought. She went to fetch some water, carrying it back in a rose petal, and helped the bird to drink it. Thank you for your kindness, 
said the swallow. Soon I shall be strong enough to fly again. You mustn't venture out yet, said Thumbelina. It's still winter. You would freeze. I will take care of you until the spring comes. So for the rest of the winter, she tended the sick swallow, all the time dreaming of the summer bringing the warmer weather. At the first sign of spring, the swallow said, My dear friend, it is time for me to go. Will you come with me? Thank you for your kind offer, said Thumbelina, but I cannot leave the field mouse. She's been so kind. And so Thumbelina waved the swallow goodbye and watched as it flew off into the warm sky. She was sad to lose her friend and started to envy his freedom in the outside world. A few weeks later, the field mouse announced that the mole had asked for Thumbelina's hand in marriage. How lucky you are, continued the mouse. We must prepare your wedding clothes immediately. Not wanting to disappoint the mouse, Thumbelina nodded and sadly began to weave the cloth for her fine clothes. As the wedding drew nearer, Thumbelina grew more desperate to escape marrying the mole. They had nothing in common and his conversation bored her and the idea of living underground made her miserable. She spent the summer in tears, feeling that there was no escape. When the wedding was only four weeks away, Thumbelina went to the door to bid farewell to the glorious world outside. How she would miss the golden corn, the deep blue sky and the white clouds. Goodbye, she cried as she walked through the fields. She stopped by a large blue flower and gently hugged it. Say hello to the swallow for me, if he should ever pass this way again, she said. Suddenly, she heard a tweet, and she looked up to see her friend flying above her. Swallow, she cried, her tiny heart beating faster. How happy I am to see you. She told the swallow her story, and how she would have to marry the mole because she now had no other home. The bird listened, and then replied, Once you saved my life, now let me help you. Winter is approaching and I'm going away to the warmer countries in the south. Come with me, you can ride upon my back. Thumbelina was so grateful and relieved, she climbed up onto the swallow's back and wrapped her arms around its neck. Then they soared high up into the deep blue sky, over forests and mountains and seas, until, at last, they reached the warmer skies. Thumbelina could see the sun beating down on the fruit orchards and the fields of flowers below. Eventually, the swallow landed next to a clear blue lake. A short distance away on a hill stood the ruins of an old majestic palace where many other birds had built their nests. That's my home, said the swallow. You can make it your home if you wish. There are plenty of beautiful flowers there. I should like that very much, said Thumbelina. So the swallow spread its wings and carried Thumbelina to the palace ruins. And there it set her down on the prettiest of all the flowers and flew away to its nest. But when Thumbelina climbed into the large petals, she got a big surprise. For there, in the midst of the flower, stood a young man, no bigger than she was. 
Delicate wings grew from his shoulders and he had a golden crown on his head. The man was startled by this sudden intrusion and asked Thumbelina her name. When they had chatted a while, the little man told Thumbelina that he was a flower fairy. In every flower lives a fairy, he said. The flower fairy then told her that he was the king of all the flower spirits. Would you like to stay and be our queen? he asked, taking off his crown and placing it on Thumbelina's head. Thumbelina was overcome with joy. Oh yes, she replied. Then fairies from every flower in the field flew over, bearing gifts for their new queen. The best gift was a pair of wings that they fastened to Thumbelina's shoulders. She flew from flower to flower, joyous of her newly found freedom. In his nest above, the swallow sang his sweetest song of happiness. But in his heart he was sad, for he knew that soon he would have to fly on and leave his dear friend behind. When the day came, the swallow sang one last song. Goodbye, sweet Thumbelina. And then, with a heavy heart, he flew away. Eventually, the swallow reached Denmark. And there, he built a nest above the window of a fairy tale writer, who listened to the swallow sing out the story of Thumbelina. The writer wrote down every beautiful word and then read the story to you.